0: Listening to the Ellie Castro show. I am Ellie Castro.
1: And I'm Emeline Ramos.
0: You know, we fly a lot. Yes. Right? So, anytime I read articles about people behaving badly on flights, I am intrigued.
1: And that's been happening a lot lately. Like, people are really getting crazy on planes lately.
0: Yeah. Check this one out Top lawyer kicked off a flight when cabin crew refused to let his children's nanny. Join him in business class, and he became disruptive.
1: I mean, if you're a prominent lawyer and you're flying with your nanny, come on, just get her a seat next to you in first class. Why are you so cheap? You have the money.
0: Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. A top British lawyer was ordered off a British Airways flight with his family last week after an argument with the cabin crew about their nanny's seating arrangements became heated. Now, check this out. The flight was grounded for 90 minutes because of the argument between Banner and the cabin crew about his children's nanny not being able to join them in business class so they had the good seats she didn't though and she did
1: but that's his fault
0: no but wait a minute hold on let's Let's hold back on the judgment okay okay it says the lawyer booked the nanny in business class so he and his wife could work while the nanny looked after their children but british airways downgraded their nanny because the flight had been oversold
1: okay so then that's the airline's fault
0: then the lawyer accused the airline staff members of being rude to him when he asked the cabin crew whether the nanny could sit in a spare business class seat. The airline insisted there was no extra seat in the cabin.
1: That just, none of that makes sense. It just doesn't make sense because why would they downgrade her, right? It was oversold. Better than, why is there an empty seat?
0: Well, it was for somebody else.
1: Did they give him his money back? Like, I want to know, did they give him his money back to compensate for the price that he paid? Because if not, then she could sit there if it's empty.
0: Wait a minute. I feel like you're arguing for the wrong side.
1: I don't even know what side I'm arguing for right now because Uh, at first I was mad at the lawyer, but now I'm mad at the airline.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like one of the arguments we have.
1: That's just me. I flip flop. I can't make up my mind. Yeah,
0: This is exactly how we argue. (laughs) Well, we start off arguing about one thing and then I'm like, what are
1: we arguing about? I don't know. Okay.
0: So you are clearly team lawyer here. And me being the former lawyer, I am like not team lawyer. You're not. This guy brought a nanny and wanted to sit in business class with him so that the nanny could take care of the kids so that he and his wife could work. How about you just take care of your own kids? You don't think the nanny... You think the nanny was mad? The nanny was happy she got downgraded. She was like, yeah, put me in the back of the plane.
1: You know how old the kids were? How old were they?
0: One and four.
1: Okay, with a one and a four-year-old, you're probably going to need help. Are you going on a business trip or are you going on a vacation? Because if you're going on vacation, then why are you doing work? Just enjoy the flight with your kids and take care of the kids. You know, like, why are you doing work on the flight?
0: Then he goes... Quote, I behaved perfectly. You know, anytime you have to say you behave perfectly, you know you didn't behave perfectly. Okay? <laughs> he goes, I behaved perfectly, but I was challenging the cabin crew because it was the right thing to do.
1: Because he's a lawyer and lawyers challenge everything.
0: I'm taking that personally. Lawyers
1: uh, are lawyers. always have to be right. This coming from the person that lives with the lawyer.
0: Former lawyer.
1: Former lawyer, sorry.
0: He goes, quote, the pettiness and vindictiveness of the staff caused this. culpa, mm-hmm. He's blaming the staff.
1: With fancy words, too.
0: He goes, I was being very polite about the whole thing. Come on now, no, you weren't. <laughs> because you were mad that all of a sudden you realized you had to be a dad. You had to take care of your own kids for the length of the flight. And Maria, la que like te cuida los nanny.
1: Wait, wait, why she got to be Maria?
0: Because she knows she was probably Maria. It's a British <laughs> lawyer, okay? He probably got some Maria que cuida los nanny, uh-huh. right? And Maria was perfectly happy sitting in 32C with a little cranberry juice and cookies.
1: How about this? How about you just give Maria the week off and let her stay at home so she can have her own vacation without having to take care of your kids?
0: Right. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Now you're team Maria.
1: See, I can't make up my mind. Stop
0: (laughs) flip-flopping.
1: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. So have you ever been a nanny? No, but my sister has been. Which sister? Vanessa. Vanessa. She was a nanny for multiple years to two little girls. Really? Yeah, to lawyers too. (laughs) (laughs) Did did she
0: travel with them?
1: She did once she did go out to Florida to Disney with them on vacation one year. And it was all paid for.
0: So this is a good question. So if we ever had a kid, Mm -hmm. would you get a nanny?
1: I've thought about it and I, I lean strongly to yes.
0: I lean strongly to... Now, who's the lawyer here? Who's using all these (laughs) fancy words? I asked you a simple question. You were like, I lean strongly to yes.
1: Yeah, because I work long hours, right? I work crazy hours. Um, you're on the road sometimes, and I don't.
0: So wait a minute. So like a nanny like a living
1: nanny? No, no, I wouldn't get a. They're called like a au pair. I forget what they're called. Au pair. Au pair. Oh my God. Au pair. Au <laughs> pair. <laughs> Those are living. No, no, I'm, we're not that fancy, okay? But I but would, if
0: we could find the right Maria. Uh,
1: I would definitely, yeah. Well, you know, our cleaning lady, she was like, "If you ever have a kid, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna take care of your baby."
0: Whoa, whoa! Background check. I know, right? Uh, Easy. (laughs) She's
1: really nice. She's Uh, sweet. (laughs)
0: Sure, they are. Yeah. Until you get into their background, you're like, "What happened in 1987?" (laughs) I saw that was just a crazy part of my life.
1: But I think I would. Um, It's definitely something I've you know, I've thought about when I think about having a kid like
0: So like part time nanny.
1: Yeah, like a part time.
0: But you would take the nanny on a trip? No. Would you take the nanny on a flight so that we can get some no. work done? No. Mm-mm. Why?
1: because it's only one kid I should be able to handle one kid right we should be able to handle one kid you'
0: surprised I don't know you know I'm you know I'm at, I'm at a stage in my life where you know <laughs>
1: well listen, know. listen I'm never doing work on a plane I'm never doing work when I go on vacation you, you do
0: yeah but you sleep so you would get a nanny <gasps> so you could sleep that's right you know Maria uh, take care uh nanny so I because I like to get my nap <laughs> and uh if I don't get my nap I get really cranky
1: I am that person that as soon as I sit down and buckle my seat i'm like knocked out so something interesting to think about because yeah i do like to sleep
0: that's why now you're really strongly leaning yeah, towards getting me, a nanny just for the flight just so we can nap <laughs> and then you'd be like okay i'm gonna be a mother until i get tired and then when i get cranky and sleepy or hungry i'm gonna have you take care of the kid Then no I, I
1: i would you know i want to think that i would be you know, strong and like I can handle it type of attitude Like I got this, you know And uh, I don't need the nanny I got that, you Yeah, right
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I got the nanny Going <laughs> up in Spanish Harlem, She I found another article Okay. of people just acting a fool. It goes, a flight was diverted after a passenger tried to open the plane door. Now, that's always been like my nightmare, right? I know Because the door on an airplane is just there. And it even has the instructions on how to open it, right? It doesn't have like a lock or, or like a combination or like a fingerprint keypad. It's got like the instructions like, you know, pull here. Pull lever. Right. Kill everybody.
1: But you have to think that you have to have like a certain amount of force and like pressure and power to like open that. Because imagine the pressure that you're fighting against to open that door.
0: I don't know. And I don't want to know. Right. It says, an unruly passenger on a flight bound from LA to DC tried to open the door of the aircraft, causing it to divert to Kansas City. The passenger, who also tried to rush the cockpit, Attempted to open the forward passenger door before a flight attendant used a coffee pot to subdue the individual. I mean, we live in a time where if I see anybody running, okay, running, I don't care in in which direction, I'm tackling you.
1: Nobody better be running on a plane.
0: Because if you hear the, I'm tackling you and asking (laughs) questions later. Don't even walk fast. It goes, quote, it felt like the plane was free falling and many feared the worst because people weren't fully aware of what was unfolding, said a passenger from the flight. The flight attendant reportedly struck the man multiple times with a coffee pot while passengers restrained him. You wouldn't even need to hit him multiple times. I would do that. I would do that. If I tackled this guy. And the flight attendant was like, yeah, he he tried to open the door. Girl. You would punch him? I would knock him. They would have to restrain me. (laughs) She would have to hit me with a coffee pot. Yeah. They would have to restrain him and me.
1: I want to know what was his motive. Like, does he have mental illness? Like, what happened?
0: I don't. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Ask him at trial. Okay. He goes, American Airlines confirmed that the flight was diverted due to an unruly passenger displaying erratic behavior who was ultimately subdued by our crew and with the help of our passengers. Yeah, that would have been me. I would be like the help of Ellie.
1: I would have been very proud of you, baby. A
0: man who appears to be the flight's pilot told a passenger that the individual had tried to open the plane's door and the cockpit door. I mean... Nobody's watching this. I mean, when you try to open the the plane door, how do you still run to the cockpit?
1: That's the job of the people that paid the extra money for the exit aisle. You know, they're supposed to like take care of that. They're, they're supposed to guard that door. Right. right. So that
0: tells me that he was one of the people sitting by the emergency door. Oh my God. And that he just unbuckled and tried to open it. Because if you're not sitting there and you go to that aisle, how, how are you not sitting there going, excuse me, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Don't touch that. Like,
0: how do you, what are you doing? So he had to have been sitting there, try to mess with it. Apparently, you know, didn't do it hard enough or the pressure or whatever you said. Mm -hmm. And then said, all right, I'm going to try to open another door. The cockpit door to what? I don't know. Fly? Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. If I'm sitting next to you or across from you and i see you doing that you ain't even getting out of the aisle maybe maybe people were sleeping maybe yeah. that was it
1: yeah but you don't try to bum rush the pilots you leave the pilots alone what are you doing that's a no-no
0: could you imagine after that the people that were in that flight you know the next time they get in a flight they
1: don't trust anybody
0: they're not gonna be able to sleep no. they're, they're gonna be staring out they're gonna be looking at the emergency door
1: i know i just thank god that as many times as we have flown like nothing crazy has ever happened like nothing like that has ever happened because it's scary right sometimes you just kind of think to yourself you Like, we're up thousands of thousands of feet up in the air. Like, this is crazy, right?
0: And this is why I am always so tense when I fly. Mm -hmm. I'm combative, you know what I mean? (laughs) Which I know is not good because, you know, let's face it. I mean, um, flying for the most part can be stressful, but most of the time it's fine. Todo sale bien. But I'm always in such a bad mood. Like I don't give people the benefit of any doubt. Like when I sit down, I already assume that the person sitting next to me is gonna bother me. They're gonna put the arm on the armrest. They're gonna fall asleep on me. (laughs) They're gonna put their leg in my space, just like you know when people in the back, like if they slam the tray table and you feel it, right? Yeah. Or they pull on their seat to get up and they, you know, they jerk you back like that. I don't like to say nothing because I'm already assuming that that's gonna happen. I'm not one of those people that will turn around and say something. Would you?
1: I would look first. I, I always, if there's like a movement or a push or a pull, I always kind of glance back to see if I can give him a look. Because that's that's like the first sign, right? Oh,
0: you, you glance back to see the sides of your opposition. Uh-huh. Yes. You, you want to know if you could take them.
1: Uh-huh. Sizing them up. Right. Okay. So I turn around, give him a look. Like, uh, I got you. I, I'm seeing you. I'm, I'm noticing what you're doing, sir or ma'am. So uh-huh. you're on warning.
0: Oh, so the look is like, right. I'm warning you. Mm-hmm. So who would you see that? That you would like not mess with
1: um, probably uh, a man because I'm a lady, right? I'm a, a, a girl.
0: Then you'd elbow me and go, yeah. back. Handle it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's your right. job to handle it.
0: But if it's a lady... I could take that. You're giving her that look like... Yeah. What?
1: Like, uh, I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. you better uh, be careful what you're doing.
0: Okay, so then if she slams a tray table again, what are you doing?
1: Then I am kind of pushing back on my seat or like rearranging my seat or, you know, making some kind of movement to let them know I'm noticing you again, uh-huh. you know? This is strike two. Uh-huh, this is strike two.
0: Okay, so then uh, you fall asleep, it all stops, and then she slams the tray table again. Now what are you doing?
1: Then I turn around and I say something
0: really so i want to know what that would sound like so let's see it
1: excuse me ma'am yeah what uh you keep like pushing my chair could you just be a little bit more conscious of that
0: oh my god i i didn't even know i'm so sorry i mean if i had known
1: okay well i'm just letting you know
0: whoa okay but i mean it seems kind of rude of you i i didn't know rude
1: of me you're the one that's disturbing me
0: well, I didn't even know I was disturbing you. You well, just told me from the very beginning. I didn't even know.
1: Well, I'm letting you know now because it keeps happening and it's getting a little irritating. What do you
0: mean it keeps happening? Why yeah. didn't you just tell me the first time?
1: Well, you, I'm letting you know now, so... You've been notified, so please don't do it again.
0: I know, but you're reacting like I've been doing this intentionally off-flight. Well, maybe
1: you have. I don't know what your intentions are.
0: Have I been doing it off-flight? Yeah, you have. But why didn't you tell me the first time?
1: Because I was giving you a look. I thought you realized that.
0: You were staring at me? and I'm still supposed to know from your stare? Yes, ma'am. I thought I was going to call the stewardess because I thought you were being rude. I need you to turn around, ma'am. Okay.
1: No, I need you to stop messing with my chair. That's what I need it's you to do. It's my
0: tray table.
1: Be more considerate next time. Uh,
0: you're not being very considerate right now. I need you to turn around. I didn't pay for this. I didn't pay to be harassed. Well,
1: I didn't pay for you to be disturbing my sleep.
0: Okay, now I feel threatened. Okay, because <laughs> the way you're waving your little finger around. You
1: should. I you feel- should feel threatened.
0: Okay, guess what's gonna happen with the tray table as soon as you turn around.
1: Well, what, What's gonna happen? What you gonna do with that tray table?
0: I need you to put that finger away. Stop waving it in my face.
1: <laughs> you leave my finger alone. Don't worry about my finger and what my finger is doing.
0: Don't worry about the trade table. <laughs> table, what my tail was about to do to your back. In other words, hold my hand. So, you know what's one of the things that really irritates me? What? And it's childish. You know when um, you know, you got your seat reclined Mm-hmm. And you're getting ready to land, and you gotta put the tray tables up, and the guy in front of you won't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know, he's gonna get scolded. They're gonna tell him, right? And the stewardess will pass by, and she won't tell him. Anymore.
1: I know, but if it was you, they'd notice it. So then I'm like, well,
0: why? Why am I sitting upright, and this guy's still laying out cold? Mm-hmm. He didn't have to wake up to what. Yeah. Uh, then I'm like, do I tell him? So then I'll put my seat back and then guess what happens? Sorry, you got to put your... And then I want to be like, but what about him? But then I feel so immature. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I, like I shouldn't care, but I don't like somebody getting away with something I can't get away with.
1: And that reminds me of when we were recently um, flew to Spain on our trip to from Boston to Portugal, which is a long flight. The guy in front of us, he basically spent the whole flight without his mask on. Oh, it drives and, me crazy. and the flight flight attendants didn't tell him anything and i had my mask off because i was drinking and of course they were like can you please put your mask on and i'm like i'm in the middle of my drink but the guy literally spent the whole flight without a mask on and they came and they catered to him and they brought him stuff and the whole time no mask that like really like like i wanted to tell the flight attendants can you please tell him to put his mask on wait
0: a minute wait a minute i think we should see that let's see it Yes, may I help you?
1: Uh, yes, that gentleman in front of my husband here in the middle row right here. Yes. He uh, doesn't have a mask on. And okay. hes He hasn't had a mask on since like 10 minutes into the flight. Okay. I, 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 please, can you tell him to put his mask on? We're in the middle of a pandemic. He should yes. have a mask on. It's required by the FDA or the CDC or whatever you want to call it. Like we need, I please need him to have his mask on. This is giving me anxiety.
0: Ma'am, uh, can you raise your mask uh, above your nose? It's not supposed to be below your nose. <sighs>
1: It's just that I was talking to you and it just slipped. But can you please tell him to put his mask on? Can you look, please it, look I put my mask up. Look, I'll talk up, up all the way, up above my nose. I'm Thank pinching you. it pinching it at Thank my you. nose, okay? Thank you. Now can you tell him to put his mask on? Thank
0: you, ma'am. Let me do my job, okay? Well, you're
1: not doing your job. That's the problem. Excuse me. I need, I need you, you to do your job.
0: I need you to calm down. I am calm. Okay, because we will divert this flight right now. No,
1: no. You know, you know what? Uh-uh. You are not diverting anything. I just need you to tell that gentleman.
0: I need you to take your finger and I need you to stop waving it in front of me. That lady behind you, as a Complained about you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In other words, baby, kiss me. All right. So, check this one out. All right. This one wins the prize. So, there was this man who attacked a flight attendant on American Airlines, right? And it's alleged that he suffered brain injury prior to the attack wow so it was a guy from california who reportedly suffered a traumatic brain injury during an assault in new york city like the year before
1: okay this is
0: why you don't know i know this is why you don't know who's on the plane with you so this guy is accused of slugging the crew member in the face after she told him to sit down because of the fastened seatbelt sign Mm -hmm. and he was going home after undergoing brain surgery
1: wow yeah
0: He claims he has psychological damage and brain fog, that's what he called it, after being assaulted last year in Manhattan.
1: So, I mean, he has a legitimate reason for acting erratic, right?
0: Yeah, he says he was attacked by a street peddler selling CDs. Let me tell you something. It's a crazy world we live in,
1: And that's why a lot of the times, like, on planes, like, I try not to make eye contact with anybody. If I don't have to, don't look. Just look down. Don't look at anybody. Don't mess with anybody. Says
0: the person who just (laughs) said, oh, I would give him a couple looks, I would size her up, and then I would... I told you it was just if it was a lady. Well, ladies can have... That's true. Ladies can be crazy. Brain injury and be traumatized. (laughs) Uh, He goes... He claims to investigators that the flight attendant caused the injury herself when she charged at him and slammed her nose into his palm after he accidentally bumped into her while stretching in the corridor. Oh, See, I don't know how much brain injury you got when you defending yourself like that.
1: That's kind of elaborate. That's too you know.
0: elaborate for somebody with brain injury. Yeah. That sounds like you're guilty and you want it both ways. Mm-hmm. No, pero fíjate, you know, it was her fault. And in case it was my fault, you know, I got brain injury because I was attacked, you know, But this makes me think, what'd you do to the CD peddler? You know what I mean? Like this, (laughs) it makes me think like maybe you had it coming too. What's What's his condition? The article reads, the flight attendant was removed from the plane by stretcher after feeling dizzy and was taken to the hospital where doctors told her that she suffered a concussion. The guy's mother, who was on the plane with him, said he had become easily agitated since his brain surgery and that he had trouble sitting still. I mean, we all do. We right. sitting still, and it's a yeah. long flight. During the flight, he reportedly said he needed to use the bathroom, but was told it was occupied and that he could not wait in the aisle. That happens all the time. You want to wait? No, you got to wait. You got to sit down. Okay. That's when he allegedly went berserk, elbowing the flight attendant in the head before charging at her and socking her in the head.
1: That doesn't sound like she accidentally bumped her nose into his palm. That doesn't like, no. That doesn't sound like that. You sure? Yeah, no.
0: So if you were in the jury and he he says, no, Fiat, you know, I didn't elbow her. I I just, I was stretching Mm -hmm. and she came at my elbow and with her head. Guilty. Where do I put
1: guilty? Where do I check off guilty? It goes four
0: witnesses told
1: investigators
0: that the flight attendant, quote, hit the lavatory door, unquote, after she was punched. The woman also said she suffered a fractured nose after the blow. One witness recalled.
1: Yeah, again, that doesn't sound like she just accidentally fell into the palm of your hand. It also
0: sounds like people were like sitting down watching this.
1: Nobody was helping her. I mean,
0: it says your seatbelts, but you can unbuckle. If you see something like that, why aren't people unbuckling?
1: And you know what? You know, this, this guy who's had traumatic brain injury, he should have like a neurologist that he follows. And if you know that this, your patient is, erratic or has issues like staying still or you know then give him something to calm him down if he's going from a long flight from DC to California like Give him something to relax him, right? Like what? You know, like a sedative. Like what? Like some Xanax or something. Just you know, something to calm him down a little bit. Okay, so prescribe
0: he, it. He, prescribe he, it.
1: Okay, I'm your neurologist. So you're going on a long flight. Here, why don't you take some of the Xanax like an hour before your flight, so that it can calm you down right. and you don't have to like be anxious or nervous on the flight, especially since we know it's going to be uncomfortable for you.
0: Or call the airlines and be like, um you might need some restraints. Warn the airlines. Right. You might need to tie this passenger down um, because he's not right. Like, give him a heads up. You know, the passenger in 12D uh, has got brain injury. You know what I mean? Like, let the flight attendant know you got somebody with issues.
1: Right. And his mama should have said something.
0: Because, you know, she was busy eating her little peanuts.
1: Probably having a drink, too.
0: That's right. Didn't even say nothing. Like, you know what? You take care of him because, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's something else. So, you know, he's been banned from flying on American Airlines. Yeah, like yeah. It. But here's what I'm saying. If I'm Spirit and I see that American Airlines has banned somebody, I'd be like, oh, thanks for the heads
1: up. Cause- Spirit's like, come over to us. What? Because they got all the crazies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fly Spirit.
0: See, I shouldn't have said spirit. But it doesn't matter. If I'm any other airline, wouldn't I want to ban him too? Yeah, like, you would should... think
1: that it's like a universal band.
0: Right. But uh, then
1: it's like you're prohibiting someone from flying ever.
0: Yes, no problem with that. You know, if he's attacking people with elbows and then blaming the people for running into their elbows, I'm like, thanks, American Airlines, for the heads up. Uh, we banning him too.
1: Well, I think maybe like I wonder if like there's a flag that goes off if ever his name gets put in to like make a reservation. And then maybe like it's airline dependent where they can make that decision on their own.
0: But you know the airlines are going to be like, I'll take the money. Yeah, talk right?
1: about the money. Show me the money.
0: But then again, if they do that, go ahead and let the, you know, stewardess know. Let the flight attendants know. By the way, see that dude right there? He ain't right. Because normally flight attendants do that, you know, when you're coming in. You know that, right? The flight attendants, there's always somebody at the door like, welcome, welcome. Are they sizing us up? Yes. Yeah. They want to know who the troubled people are, who's coming in with an attitude. And then they go, okay, he's sitting in 10A. And, you know, they communicate that way. But, you know, make the job even easier and just send them an email. Yeah. And be like, this dude. Sitting in 8B. I need you to like stand by him the whole flight. The whole flight. You know what I mean? Don't give him nothing.
1: It'd be interesting to talk to like someone who's a flight attendant to like get all those little secrets, right? To like what they do or what, like how they think or what they're thinking of us or whatever. What exactly goes in their process of once we, once they open the doors and let people come in, like, okay, they're sizing us up. Like how do they talk to each other? What do they tell each other or what else their little secrets are? What else they do to like manage people on the plane? You know,
0: they want people with no attitude. That's why when I go in, I go, hello, you know, I smile. That's my only time. That's the only time I smile. (laughs) okay because then as soon as i make that turn and i go to my seat you know it's combat zone you know what i mean I'm, i'm in a bad mood i don't like nobody i don't look at nobody you could slam tray tables all you want i'm not gonna say nothing but to the flight attendant i let him know hey i'm not the trouble I'm yeah. a good guy. You're not going to be running into my palm or my elbow, okay? <laughs> I'm going to sit nice and quiet unless somebody gets up all of a sudden or there's sudden movement. I'm taking them down.
1: Yeah, then I'm on your side.
0: I'm here to help you.
1: Right. Okay, other than that,
0: the um, quieto. If something happens, tap me on the shoulder. I'm your pitbull. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm here to get from point A to point B. I don't want the flight to get diverted. I don't want nothing to happen. Just wake me up when we land or unless I got to take somebody down
1: yeah so you're like the ideal passenger you don't mess with anybody you don't ask for much you're you're not trouble and but you're there to help if you need it
0: yep you can bother me all you want i'm not even gonna turn around and look i'm just not i'm just not i'm gonna geto and then i'll just keep it all inside and i'll hold
1: it and i'll hold
0: it until the podcast and then i just i just talk about it on the podcast (laughs) that's my outlet the ellie castro show That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro.
1: And I'm Emeline Ramos.
0: For more information on my shows, mi gente, you can go to ellicastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're just sleeping on a plane and you just, you wake up to the sounds of the plane landing.
1: Or Puerto Ricans clapping if you're landing in Puerto Rico. Oh, claro,
0: can't forget that. Life is so much better when you're laughing. ¿De la que Yeah. Hasta la próxima.
1: Bye My finger is going to get me in a lot of trouble. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) You.